0: I was wondering of what the chamber thinks the, the role of government should be in the rest of climate change and how and if that's consistent with I mean you cited plausibly that the divergence of consumption, energy consumption, population growth, that didn't happen on its own. There were uh mandated energy codes at state level, the federal you know, requirements on appliances and you know, performance standards for building equipment. So how what, what's the what's the role of government? So I think we only have to look as far as Europe to figure out what we don't want, right? Uh, In Europe, we have the European trading scheme. Uh, It had large ambitions. Uh, I think the Europeans themselves, well, the Europeans have admitted uh, that it hasn't worked as they had originally hoped. Uh, They didn't get the pricing right. They didn't get the timeline right. uh, And their emissions are up. And what is happening in Germany? You know, they're quietly turning on the coal-fired power plants. They're getting nuclear power from uh, France, even though France, you know, even though Germany said they didn't want any nuclear power. So they're winding themselves around trying to, you know, solve what is now, you know, huge escalation in costs. Uh, and I go back to where we were, you know, if energy is this important to our economy, if we prove that we can do this over time, we don't need a huge government mandate coming in, right? Uh, and telling us exactly what it needs to be. The Clean Power Plan was a hugely intrusive piece, whether you, whether you, you know, agree with me or not, that it went into every state and said the federal government has decided, it was only 46 states, not 50. We have decided for each one of you 46 states what you, what your industry can do better. They didn't let the states determine it. They said, we have decided better. States are moving out and they're doing what they think is in their self-interest, whether it's renewable fuel stand, I mean, renewable uh, uh, standards in in their electricity markets, they're doing things that are in their their interest. We've seen a very bold move out of California and I think it's having a negative impact on their economy in California, but California sets the bar uh, and others have tried to emulate that. I think we have to be very careful as we think about government. Uh, efficiency standards, absolutely appropriate. We want to have industry have some certainty. We don't want to produce one washing machine for Oregon and another one for Nevada. Those things make absolute sense. But for the government to come in and decide that we want a massive, you know, a massive trading scheme is another thing. Now, everybody would say, well, why not a carbon tax, right? Uh, and everybody said, well, bring me one and we'll take a look. Because nobody has been bold enough in this country from a politician standpoint to propose a carbon tax. You know, they had the opportunity in the tax bill. Nobody wanted to do it on either side of the aisle. Uh, So we're in a little bit of a chicken and egg thing. Uh, But I think in the meantime, we do no harm, continue to invest in technology, find those things that make sense. We just passed one of the most important tax credits that will help the climate, uh, which is a little known thing called 45Q. We were the proponent for it. The chamber was. What was it? It's to actually give a tax credit for sequestering carbon. And for the more you sequester, the bigger, the more money you get sort of thing, which is the better actor you are, the better you are rewarded, which is exactly the type of government policies right now that makes sense.